you guys. We back. We back. We back. Oh, your girl just said that she's about to drink an entire bottle of wine tonight. An entire bottle of wine. I am. It's been a week. I'm going to watch Moon Night again. That, that's my Friday. Oh, I forgot that was, that was on. so good. So, okay. I never I never thought to look at Oscar Isaac in that way, but like. Bruh, what do you mean you never thought to look at I him never, that way? Have you not? I've did never, you not see him in the new Star Wars movies? No. Oh. Pfft. Or Dune. Shame Apparently he was in Dune too. And I. I yeah, he was the he was the dad, wasn't he? I think so. And then like the only other thing that I think I, I've seen him in is the project, this one project he did, or like this one mini show he did with, the, what's her name? Jessica, I think her name is Jessica Christian or something like that. The redhead. Christ- Wait, Jessica Chastain? Yes, there you go. The redhead. They did a project together where they play a married couple, but like an un- unhappy married couple. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is not about Oscar I <laughs> Yes, it is. Oh no, I'm saying this podcast is oh. not about <laughs> Sorry. It's not about Oscar fucking Isaac. <laughs> we'll do Welcome extra content. To- <laughs> Welcome back to YA at Heart. Let's get to the real stuff. Where, where we are talking about books. Akatar. Or sorry, a court of mist and fury. We got way off so we really did. I thought about Moon Knight and then we just went straight out. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Today we will be discussing <laughs> chapters. chapters eleven. Okay, so first of all, let me say this first. We were supposed to be discussing chapters 11 through 20, but some busybody could not keep herself in check and read up until chapter 25. It's me. So today- It's me. I'm that busybody. And fuck mm-hmm. it. I, I, went, I got all, all the way up to chapter 25 and goddamn, goddamn. Oh, God. <laughs> so today we will be discussing chapters 11 through 21. So that's one more chapter over what we were originally going to do. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So starting with chapter 11, if you guys remember through chapter 10 at the end, Reese came to pick up Feyre for his play date and Tamlin was like, whatever you want, I'll pay the price. And Reese was like, I already have everything I want. And like, just sidestepped the shit out of him. He was like, bye. And widowed out. Right. And just winnowed back to the night court. So they get to the night court and Reese is trying to like, play around with Feyre, be his usual, like, cocky self and whatever. And Feyre is just like, I'm tired. I don't feel like doing any of this. And now he's getting kind of worried about her. She was getting on my last damn nerve. Bruh. (laughs) Wait, who? Reese or Feyre? Feyre. I'm like, girl, I know you're upset. I know you're depressed. But, man, he's trying. He's trying. It was bad. And he was was trying hard. He's like, she said that you could almost hear the pleading mm-hmm. in his voice. Like, come on, play with me. Come on, say something. And I'm like, damn. Baby Reese don't beg for nobody. No, but he's begging Farah. Can you please but step up? But he's begging for you. Can you please step up? Oh, he's begging for you, Farah. Come on, girl. So, yeah, that was a whole thing. And then... Reese tries to question Feyre about the incident that happened between her and Tamlin. Oh, was she was she like just passed over it when she was just like like she just kind of was just like it is what it is. Like she just it, nothing right. nothing like, serious. Oh, nothing. Yes. Like, mm. It pissed me off. I like sat there, I was like, Feyre, if of anybody, that's the person to tell. That's just, right. just tell him. 
Right. Yeah, I was like, if anybody, you should tell Reese. But she knows Reese is going, <laughs> fuck Tamlin up. <laughs> he, no, so legit. Like, no. He really probably would have. He probably would have winnowed right back to spring court and would have fucked Tamlin up. Yeah, like, what did you do to her? Yep. So he's, like, really pleading with favor here. And this is the first time that we see him admit exactly what happened to him under the mountain as well. Like, he goes into explicit detail about, like, the things that he suffered. In this and chapter? the things that he had to do. Yeah, yeah, on this chapter. Let me see what page it's on. Yeah. It's not, what chapter is this? It, chapter 11? This is chapter 11. He insinuates, okay. he's just, he, like, he's telling her, you know, let me help you. We went through enough under the mountain. And then he really, like, tells her, like, if you do this, you let Amarantha win. Yeah, that one. It, right before he says it, it's on page 111. So he's like, oh, okay. I was her, I was a prisoner in her court for nearly 50 years. I was tortured and beaten and fucked until only telling myself who I was and what I had to protect kept me from trying to find a way to end it. So I was right. He was, it's a, he was a rape, rape victim. He was beat. Yeah. And, yeah. Amarantha yeah. raped him. Like repeatedly for the past 50 fucking years. Man. And that I was just like, God, that damn. bitch died way too easily. Way too fucking easily. Now that, yeah, she did. She died way too fucking Especially, easily. Especially, and being made to like, do that and forcing yourself to swallow that pole and she's also the person that killed like your father mm, he been wanting to slit that throat every night bro every it was, night it was bad it was bad so i really felt for him in this moment i was like we knew you know kind of what he went through but you know with it his was... personality and his persona and his casualness about everything he tries to kind of like make it seem like He's rising above it. Yeah. But no, he was genuinely fucking affected by this shit too. And the thing is, is like, it was insinuated in A Court of, of Thorn and Roses, like, while yeah. she interacted with him, it was insinuated that that might have been what it was. Mm-hmm. But to have him actually confirm it, you just, it makes you yeah. hate Amarantha even more. It makes you just sit there and be like, oh, I can't stand that bitch. <laughs> it makes you hate him even more. Especially what she did to my, exactly <laughs> my king, exactly my, my lord. So yeah, yeah. So after after they have like that whole discussion, mm-hmm. she doesn't see Reese again until the end of the week. Mm-hmm. And at this point, like he is begging her, begging her, like outright, like not even trying to play about it. No, what can I do to help you? Please tell me what I can do to help. And I'm like, oh, but I mean, at this point though, he realizes, okay, maybe me pleading isn't working. So mm-hmm. he starts to use his powers and then it it actually gets Feyre to use a little bit of her power. Yeah, because he slams the book shut. Yep. And she's like, I was reading that. And I was like, <laughs> not for nothing, but I would have reacted the same way. You slam the book shut while I'm trying to read. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but it was, um, I mean, it was a good reaction though because it actually brought it some emotion Mm-hmm. Which is what Reese, I mean, yeah, which is what Reese wanted. Reese wanted yeah. emotion. And it did. And, like, after that happened, like, he, like, looks at her and he's like, you know, good, great. Glad that I could get a reaction out of you. Now, right. can we get you to keep going? And it's, oh, my God. And then he, then he likes to stare and he's like, if you ever need somebody to play with, physical or mental, you just right. let me know. <laughs> you just let Call me know. Me. I was like, I fucking can't. Now, the worst part, though, at the end of this chapter is because after that, okay, we mentioned this, obviously, favorite being depressed and not because in the last chapter, we said that, like, she slept a lot, right? Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. so what we're also noticing in this chapter is she's not eating. And it was insinuated that she looks malnourished in the oh. last chapter. So Reese is feeding her. Like he actually brought her, like, I think this is it, the chapter where he brought her the food yeah. himself mm -hmm. right before he closed the book on her fingers and stuff. But Reese is trying to make sure that she actually eats because I don't think Tamlin is, is concerned. That's my thing. This whole time, from the very beginning, from the very first chapter where she's like literally throwing up and he's just laying in bed and she's loud. Like she is like, you know, from the very first chapter to now, I get that you're dealing with your own shit, but so is she. So why are you two not talking about this? Like the thing with Reese is he's making her talk, making her talk about it. Yeah. Because it's not going to go anywhere and it's not going to get better if you just keep pushing down, pushing it down, pushing it down. Like that's why she keeps having these panic attacks. Yeah. Whenever she like is in the dark by herself yep. or when she wakes up in a whole sweat in the middle of the night. So Reese is really trying to help her, whereas Tamlin is just like, oh, let's move past this. But the thing is, is you, but you can't, can't move, move past, past it, it without acknowledging it. Exactly. That's yeah. the difference. Tamlin mm -hmm. wants to cover it up and just be like, okay, let's just pretend everything's perfect. Exactly. Whereas Reese is like, no, no, no. We're both pretty fucking broken. Let's just talk about it, heal right. it, and we can be broken together. Like, we can be broken, but be okay. And, and like, we can heal together. Yes. Exactly. They, that's like, the oh. difference. That's the difference. And so. <laughs> so when he tells her, like, you can, like, you know, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Yes, he definitely did say that. <laughs> that was the best. Um, I was like, wait, why didn't I think a hotline bling and get oh, when he said that? Yes. He call me. But, um, <laughs> so then, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah. so then after that, uh, she actually does eat. So it just seems that, like, she tends to eat around Reese than she does Tamlin. But mm -hmm. then the next morning, she ends up having to go back to the spring court and it's like starting over from scratch, from zero. Yeah. Tamlin, it's like lather, rinse, repeat. Tamlin is pissed off. He sends her straight inside. And then as she said, like in the previous chapters, he like eased up a little bit. Now, no, full force. The sentries were back full force very next morning. And, right. I, was and like, I was like, this is not helpful. <laughs> like I was it's like, not. this isn't helpful. It's not. And again, he makes her recall everything that she saw about the night court. And she's like, I already told you like what the layout looked like. Okay, well, I need you to tell me again. I need it to be like, okay, iron. Like, I'm like, why do you fucking care so much? I'm gonna You're not going to war with Reese. I'm gonna talk. Or are you? <laughs> I'm gonna talk about this when we go and do predictions and stuff. Because okay. I thought back to everything we read. Prior, I thought back to the act, like I thought, I thought back to a court with Thorn and Roses, and like his persona and his identity back in that book. And then I'm thinking about this one. And then when you had mentioned, well, he like in the book, like he keeps asking Feyre uh, to go over constantly. Okay, what does the the night court look like? What are the passages? Where do you get in? Where do you get out? Like that type of thing. I want to talk about it more at the end of the mm, episode okay. because there. Stuff was like clicking in that I was like, oh, okay. Especially because we we read about a specific something, I think. Yeah, we read about a specific something later on. And then certain things started to fall into place for me as I like continue to read. So yes, I want to okay. go over it so like, later. We'll, yeah, We'll go over that later. Yeah. Okay. So we get into chapter 12. And of course, Feyre is back at the spring court. Mm -hmm. And what did I write here? I said, oh, 
due to the type of threat that Tamlin had, like whatever, they said that he had to go deal with some threat on the border. He had the mansion cleared out of all the extra guests and members of court. Yeah. So basically she's there by, by herself. herself. Yeah. And with Alice, of course. But yeah, she's just like, she's kind of grateful for it. Yep. Because she doesn't have to like fake a smile and shit nope. like that. So he was away for a week. He comes back home, kisses her on the forehead. And then the first thing that he does is go straight to the study with Nath. And Lucian. And I'm like, and Lucian. I was like, you've been gone for a fucking week, bro. A week. You're not going to spend at but, least five minutes with your fucking fiance. But there was something that I think. So there was something that happened that Lucian. Oh, there was. And, okay. She got pissed. Yes. And her powers and formed. the claws came out. The claws out. came mm-hmm. out. And Lucian looked at her and then kind of tilted his head like, all right, we need to go somewhere private. Took her to a private room and just basically was like, you know, how long have, have the claws been appearing? And she's just kind of like, this is the first time. And yeah. to me, that kind of just showed like, okay, Lucian is a little concerned. He's a little like, okay, hold up, you know. He's, and as we've been talking, Lucian has been the middleman. He's been trying to pacify Feyre. He's been trying to pacify Tamlin. He's been exactly. running away from Anaith. Like, he's running all over the board. All right? All over the board. <laughs> all over the board. So, like, while still dealing with his own trauma that Amazon calls. Amazon. Like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's so, like he if anybody's going through like some real, real shit as Lucian. Lucian is Lucian is up there. He's like, I can't break down because everybody around me is <laughs> breaking down. down. <laughs> so okay, so Lucian obviously raises concern about that. And then like, I don't know. Oh, she she ends up hearing Nate and and Tamlin and Lucian. Lucian. Because Lucian was like, hey, listen, I'm gonna talk to him about it. I'm gonna try to see if we can get you to train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the whole conversation goes sideways mm-hmm. because of an eighth, because of that bitch an eighth. Okay, so then basically they're talking about stuff, and somehow, well, initially they talk about Lucian. Well, Lucian talks about trying to get her to train. Tamlin's like, no, 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 he's putting his foot down, no, no, no. And then Nath is like, if she trains, that's just gonna bring more suspicion, and people are gonna wonder why and things. And then this is how they're gonna discover that she has all of the powers of all of the courts and stuff, and then. That somehow goes into a conversation where Anath is like, what do you think's going to happen if, or something about Tamlin and Feyre having kids and those kids being powerful in, in Perinthian, right? But then it shifts. And then she's like, what do you think's going to happen if other high fae, other high lords find out that she has these abilities and stuff? They're going to want to breed her. And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, Anath, I need you to sit your ass down and go back to wherever the fuck you were at when Amarantha was running around. Because that, that, I was like, why would you immediately think of that shit? Exactly. Like, who, who are you? Who do you work for? Facts. Right. Who do you work for? The best part was Lucian basically like jumped in and he was like, no. He's like, no high lord would do that because it would bring the wrath of all the other high lords. And she... Nah, Anath isn't passing no fucking vibes. I don't like her. No. I don't like her. She's not it for me. She's not it for me. So they ultimately decide like, or Tamlin decides no. Mm-hmm. And then Feyre's just like, fuck it. I'm going to bed. Sleeps all day. And the next day, Lucian and Tamlin go to deal with a threat. Yep. Before like, she'd like just woken up, I believe. Yep. And she's like, well, first of all, before that, Tamlin says that they're going to deal with a threat on the Western border that is near Hybron. So automatically, I'm like, ding, 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 ding. 
He's working with the enemy. I know he's working with the enemy. He's working with for, He has to be working with the enemy. For Big Daddy Kane. <laughs> he's working for Big Daddy Kane and Hybrid. I know he is. So Feyre is like, I cannot stand another minute in this house. Just please, can I go with you? Take yeah. me with you. Yep. And of course, he's putting his foot down like, no, no it's not no, safe. No. You should stay here, all this stuff. And at this point, this really broke for me because Feyre now is begging. begging. She's like, I hate the word please, but if it'll get me out of here, like, please take me with you. And so Tamlin gets so bent out of shape and puts his foot down, like, as the final word that he puts a shield around the entire house so that she can't get out. He basically locked her in the house. When he did this. And she was like, oh my God. When he did this. Lucian explained it to Feyre. Lucian was like, he only put the shield around you. People can come in and out of the manor. It's just you. Yeah, and, like you can. Right. And for you to do that to the person that you claim to love, for you to do that to her and know that she has a trauma of being locked up and right. you still did that? Mm. That's yeah. not even a red flag. That's a whole fucking red continent. We need to leave. Red continent. <laughs> we need to leave. I was like, oh, fuck, no. And Feyre is like having a big ass panic attack. She's like, oh my God, I traded one prison for another. I can't believe he would do that to me. Like, I don't know where the fuck his head was at, but you don't do that to somebody that you claim to love. No, that's, oh my God, yes, exactly. So ultimately what happens is her powers start to manifest and like she basically encloses herself in a cocoon of darkness. And, uh, well, darkness and fire and ice. So nobody can see what's actually happening to her inside. I was like, oh shit, she gonna blow up. She gonna blow up the man. But that's, that's exactly what Tamlin deserved. Not for nothing. That's exactly what he deserved. Because that was bullshit. That's exactly what he deserved. That was bullshit. That's not what Alice deserved. No, but, no, that's but... not what Alice deserved. But Tamlin, yes. Yeah. So like, yeah, so basically her powers are forming and stuff. And to be honest, it's, it was like a, a trigger. Yeah, it was like a trigger. So like, it was, it was it's, trigger, it's yeah. her trauma manifesting in her powers, basically. In physical form. Exactly. So then what ends up happening is she like basically, I don't know if she passes out or what, but... Um, it's kind of like, you know, when you get so angry or you're in such a, a state that all you can see is like red yeah. or everything goes blurry. Yeah. I think that's what happened to her. Okay. Like she couldn't really focus on one certain thing and her breath like wasn't coming to her. Oh, she was like hyperventilating. She was, yeah, she was exactly. having a panic attack. She was, was having a panic, a panic attack. attack. And I think at that point she felt like hands on her shoulders, she like did. somebody trying to pick her up. Yeah. And it happened to be more. Yeah, like so more she- come for her. She panics a little bit because she realizes the person who grabs her and like puts their hands under her knees and like basically grabs her bridal style, she realizes it's a female body and she immediately panics because she thinks it's Amarantha. And then we realize the other person mm-hmm. is more. So yeah. more came from the night court Fuck, well, didn't fuck up. She knocked them out. She knocked out the sen- sentries or something like that. The sentries, I, yeah. I think that's what they're called, yeah. Yeah, she knocked them out. She walked into the manor. She walked, she grabbed Feyre and she walked right back out. Yeah. Yeah. And the important part of this too is that she says she took Feyre and she took her underneath of the, the cave. Yep. Which is kind of like a, um, a <clears throat> portal. Like where it's the same cave that I think she used to get to under the mountain. Yeah, so. so- and so she's like freaking out yeah but ultimately i think that the tunnel gets them to maybe the summer court it's the summer court the summer court yeah so the Mm -hmm. tunnel gets them to the summer court and basically moore says i did everything by the book you should be good like we should be okay and at that point 
is when Feyre hears Reese's voice and he's like, then we're done here. And he just, he grabs her and they, they leave. They leave. Yeah, yeah. He knocks her out and then they leave. Yeah. Cause she's still having trouble like breathing, breathing. and focusing yeah. and stuff. So he's like, calms her down, puts her to sleep and then they're out. At this point, I'm kind of like Alice aided and abetted in her escape. So I'm really hoping, I wanted to bring that up because I'm really hoping that nothing bad happens to oh, Alice. Oh yeah. Like punishment or something. For doing for, that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then we head into chapter 13 and Farah awakes in the night court. Reese is actually sitting in the chair across from her bed. Like he's been watching her all night to make the door. It was a very much, it was very much a Christian Grey move. It was a very much a Christian Grey move. It was a Christian Grey. It was an Edward Cullen. It was was all of them. It wrapped up into one. But so... (laughs) So basically, he just explains that, like, because she's concerned she hurt somebody. And he's like, yeah. no, whatever you did was just contained to you. And then he basically, like, tells he did everything by law and protocol. So, like, there shouldn't be any repercussions. If he would have went himself, not more, then that would have given Tamlin the right to start a war with the Night Court. Exactly. So, and that's what we don't need right now. Correct. And they're already going to war. Exactly. Ultimately, though, he tells Feyre, like, this has nothing to do with the agreement that we have with you coming once a month and ha- and staying with me. He's like, this has nothing to do with that. So if you want to go back, that is your choice. But you don't have to go back. Right. Like you can stay here as long as However you need, you, yep. as long as you want. And also, if you do want to go back, I'll take you. It's your decision. Like he doesn't put any pressure on her. And that's when it finally starts to sink in for Feyre. The reality of what the fuck just happened. Love a man with choices and consent. Choices and consent. So Feyre outright says, like, I'm not going back. My girl. Exactly. <laughs> Don't go like, back. Thank you. Thank you. Because there's no reason for you to. You've seen everything that there is it's to the see. Same. You have. It's This is just going to be the same shit over and over again. Yep. I don't know what his problem is, but let him go. So Reese goes to leave and Feyre's like, please take me with you. And Reese is like, listen, if you go with me. There is no turning back. Mm-mm. Like you will never be able to speak about to anyone outside of the night court about what you've seen and who you've met. And she's like, all right, deal. He knew Feyre was recounting her week to Tamlin and explaining mm-hmm. everything to him and describing the house and things like that. But when he says this, I was like, oh, okay, where are we going? Where are we this going? Yeah, I was like, where are we going? That is, is this serious that... She got a promise never to say anything. And so he's like, we're going to Valaris. And I was like, <gasps> Dracarys? No, we're going. No, not Dracarys. <laughs> we're going to Valaris, the city of starlight. But wait, did you? I was like, <laughs> what? Dracarys. When he said Fire. Valaris, I thought. <laughs> Dracarys. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. Those two aren't the same. Those two aren't the same. So this is interesting, too, because Farah says or mentions that Anamorphic destroyed all of the cities. <laughs> Anamorphic. Anamorphic destroyed all of the cities when she came and took over. So she was like, okay, we're going to a city. I'm expecting it's probably going to be dusty. There's going to be a lot of rubble, probably not a lot of sunlight or whatever. And then ruined. when they, yeah, it's, it's going to be ruined. ruined. And then when they winnowed there, they were in a goddamn townhouse. And she was like, wait a, wait a minute. <laughs> Home. <laughs> he was like, like home. He was like, this is my second property. This is where I sleep. This is where I eat. This is <laughs> yeah. The other yes. one. The other one is diplomatic 
political it's stuff. It's just for show. So that's, yeah, that's, when we get into chapter 14, he's explaining all of all that. All of it. He's just like, yeah, these are my actual living quarters. And the funny thing is, okay, so we'll get into it because after this, it, you know, she explains about winnowing into a townhouse and like the city and things like that. And then we jump into part two and it says the house of wind. Yes. And this is where Reese is like, welcome to my home. And Feyre is like, yeah, this looks like a house. This looks like somebody lives here. It looks worn in. The couches are worn down. Like there's chip stuff everywhere. Like she's like, this looks like somebody lives here. It looks like a home. Right. right off the bat, that lets me know. It's like, okay, so all of that other shit is for show. Yep. Yep. Like yep. you're not as bougie and, and high Lord aesthetic like as Tamlin. you should be. No. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like you even more now. And the best part was the twins are there too. So yeah. they know about this house because they were at the other one, the 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 high lord looking one. And mm-hmm. now they're also in his humble abode house. Yeah. 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 And Reese says like only people that he absolutely trusts and family can winnow in and out of that house. And he's like, and now anybody that you trust as well. So he's giving her permission to when she learns, I guess, to winnow in and out of that safe house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. And then he says that the city has stood and has not um, been revealed no. for over 5,000 years. I was like, what the fuck? No, so apparently the city of Alaris has been secret. And it and still is a secret. Yeah. Even with Amarantha running around rampant, he kept it a secret. So oh, I... Bitch ass. That... When he said that, I was, was like, impressive. I was like, oh, there's a whole fucking city still intact. City. The way that she describes it, it sounds like Switzerland in the wintertime. <gasps> I know. It I sounds know. so pretty. I want to go. And so he's down there and he's like, okay, listen, because somebody starts knocking at the door and he's like, all right, listen, this is very important. Two things. Like one, nobody at all knows about this place. Like, only you and people that I trust can come in. And two, if you're not ready to meet these people right now, then you should probably head, head upstairs. upstairs. And she said she looks at the door and she saw like two figures with wings. And I was like, oh, are these the Bat Boys that everybody's been talking about? Yeah, It's the Bat Boys. And we get, we get like semi-introduced to the Bat Boys. We Yeah, we get semi-introduced. Yeah. So Feyre is just like, okay, I think I'll go upstairs and take a nap. Like I'm not ready to meet them yet. Yep. And Reese is like a little disappointed, but he's like, I understand. So she goes upstairs and joins uh, the twins, Nula and, is it Sertiwin? Sertiwin? You see me struggling. Because <laughs> I was going to. Help me. I was going to struggle with you. <sighs> Fuck you, bro. So yeah, <laughs> she goes upstairs with the twins and that's when we hear like, what is it? We hear Cassian's name. Like Cassian comes in and he's followed by another person, which I'm assuming is Azrael because everybody always, when they say Cassian, they say Azrael too. So at that time I was like, okay. And then there's also another person who's a tiny little- I love her. They say woman. I love her. Or Faye. I don't know what this bitch is, but she be scaring me. They They called her the ancient one. Okay. So they didn't say she was high Faye. Reese just says (laughs) she's something else. She's yeah, ancient. she's in a high fae body. Yes. But that bitch is something else But she's else something entirely. else entirely. And like... She scares the shit out of same. me, Same. But the, I think one of the best things was the twins when I think... 
So when Feyre asks, like, who was that in regards to, like, Cassian and them, Feyre says, uh, not Feyre, the twins, they say they're Rhysand's inner circle. Mm -hmm. So, like, for him to bring you to his home and let you see the people that he considers his inner circle, that's trust. Yeah. That's trust. And I was just like, Feyre, I need you to not fuck this up. If you betray betray his trust, I'll kill you myself, Feyre. Oh, my God. So we move on to chapter 15. Yep. And Reese finally takes Feyre like, outside of the house. Yeah. So she can see like the city and stuff. And she's literally like blown away. Because it looks but, like a city. It looks like an yeah. actual city. Yeah. And she's also, now this is my thing. She also cops an attitude with Reese when um, he tells her about like he, or when he tells her that he protected this city. She's like, oh, so you couldn't do this for other cities? You could only do it for Valar's. And I'm like, baby girl, first off, this city is 4,981 years older than you. He Have is, a seat. He is one <laughs> man. He is one man. Like, yes, and he is one. Secondly, he is one man. Thirdly, who are you to say that he could have done more? Right. Like, you don't even want to, like, you don't know what he sacrificed. You don't even want to be a part of this fight. So... Have several seeds. Oh my god! At that point, that's what that's what I mean. At that point, I was really annoyed with Feyre because I like sat there. I was like, "You don't know the backstory. You don't know. No. You don't know how you know the length that his powers could go. You don't know what he could have done or could exactly. do. So especially knowing that what's her name, Amarantha. Uh, no, Amoxicillin. Especially <laughs> knowing that Amoxicillin had taken most of their powers. Of their powers. And only left them with a sliver. This is where I was annoyed. This is where I was like, all right, favorite, like you're doing too much. You cop an attitude with the wrong person. The attitude right. that you copped with him is the attitude you should have copped with Tamlin when he was sitting there putting his foot, fucking foot down. Th- thank you. That, thank that's you. what it was. <laughs> thank you. How about you have a little bit more fight for that shit? Exactly. Yeah. So she was just too self-righteous for me. But Reese, of course, forgives her, which I don't know. He's just so forgiving. <laughs> And, no, and then she's like, you didn't think to open this place up as refuge. Because then everybody would fucking know about it and then it wouldn't be here anymore. Right. So, Feyre, you have no strategic, like, just shut up. Just shut the fuck up. Done with her. So she made me really angry. I think that's when I texted you and I was like, I'm literally going off on Feyre. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, fuck her. Um, so Reese is taking her through the city. And sometimes he's stopping and he's actually talking with the other Fae. They know him by name. Yes, they address him by name, not hi, Lord, my Lord. They're just like, hey, what's up, Reset? They're like, what's up, Reset? Right. And he's talking. He's like, oh, how is this? Oh, how is so-and-so doing? And stuff like that. Like, he's genuinely connected to his people. And I was just like, it's a nice way to, like, explore more of who he is yes. outside of the lord of the, the high court. right exactly the high lord yeah, and especially exactly. outside of what everybody assumes he's like exactly yeah especially with that role that he had to play underneath the mountain so like, exactly how could you not love this man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so he finally brings Feyre to i think what he calls the arts corner or arts district of valars yeah and she's describing like all the beautiful colors and just, well they, not not this color so much but it is the first time that she kind of like references colors colors yeah where mm-hmm. she where it, it's actually like she's not looking at colors and then immediately thinks 
oh my god, Anne Marantha, or oh my god, the fairies I killed, or something like that. Yeah, well, not at, not at first. No, not at and first. Then, That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Um, and, the artist quarters, it's called the Rainbow of Valaris. So yeah, so like, she gets there, and I think, to be honest, I think Reese took her there in the hopes that like, she would want to maybe pick up a brush, or paint, or maybe go yeah. buy some some supplies, or things like that. Of course, Feyre kind of disappoints, and she's just like, I'm tired. I want to go like I'm tired. Yeah. And, and it's like he's like it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'll bring you back when yep. you're ready. Yep. But it's just like Reese is putting so much effort. TLC. So yes. much TLC and so much effort into trying to bring Feyre back. Which is way more and, than what fucking Tamlin was doing. Tamlin yeah, and was just, just like, like, "Oh, I'm going to let her wither away. Oh, you know what? Here you go. Here are some paint brushes and some paints. Maybe you maybe you'll want to paint, but I'm not like, going to stick around to see if you do. Oh, I got angry. Let me blow up this house. Like done. <laughs> Tamla is a no for me. We're done with it. It was really I like sit there. I was like the difference, the difference between somebody who went through the similar trauma as you and yet they're sitting there and they're like, I'm not going to let this bitch win. I'm going to take every day by the horns and like try to make it worth every day. And right. to try to do that with you and try to like, just be like, all right, well, you know, take you outside, take you to go see Valaris, take you to, to go see the, the artist corner because, or the artist quarter, because he knows you're an artist at heart and he wants to showcase like, God damn, yo, like, where's Varys? That's what I want. <laughs> Where there we go. Where the Here fuck we is Varys? Here we fucking go. Yep. Yeah, so later in the night, what does she mention? Oh, oh. Well, before that, she gets mad when they're on their way back to um, the townhouse. She gets mad because she's looking around and she's like, these people, they're so happy. Like, they don't have a worry in the world. Like, they've never had to suffer. And Reese is like, hey, you know, calm Calm down. Calm down. This, mm-hmm. th- my people didn't do anything. This isn't their fault. Yep. And she has to kind of, like, check herself. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, good, because they didn't do nothing to you. But at the same time, another thing. So... After it, I think it's after that, maybe. He kind of explains his inner circle. And this is where we mm. get the actual names. So we already knew about more, but now we get yep. Cassian, Azrael, and Amran. I think I'm saying her name right, Amran. And, you know, she asks. Wait, is that before or after she accidentally slips into his mind? That's a really good question. Hold up. Let's try to find the chapter. No, this is after she after he says, like, his people are blameless. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. this is after that. And then Amran, but we don't know how to describe Amran, so we're... Scary. <laughs> That's scary. it, we're just going to describe her. Amran scary. is scary. And um, I just, I don't know what she is, but whatever she is, it's not to be fucked with. Ba- that's basically <laughs> what, that's basically what Reese says. Reese is like, look, yeah. whatever she is, she's just not, she should not be fucked with. That's it. Right. And, and she's older than the city itself. Exactly. Now, like... Here's here's the best part though. Amran is his second. Yeah. That scary little girl or little woman is Reese's second. Mm-mm. I was like, hold up. Right. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Can you please tell me why? <laughs> right. And then Moore is his third. Yeah. And then you have Cass or Cassian and Azrael. And as yeah, and Azrael. So that was important to note, too, because it's like he chose two women. Two females. Two females to be his top dogs, like his one and his two. And we find out later on, like, a lot of people weren't cool with that. Yeah, yeah. But this is this is the first time that we're we're hearing the tears 
exactly of the inner circle yeah 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 and so it's like favorite has it Feyre has more promise of having a better life here than she does at the spring court. Than she does in the spring court. So yeah, they're describing, he is describing Amran and telling her how like older she is and how she's like pretty much a monster in sheep's clothing. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. Exactly. And he's like, you know, don't steal none of her jewelry or like she'll like, roast you. You know, that type of thing. And like. That shit was but, like, oh no, I don't even want to be near that bitch. But then he, this. Oh uh, no, but I was saying like, I was going to say like this. The, that thought process for Feyre, it mainly starts for her to start thinking, well, maybe, you know, it'd be a mercy ending or like, she starts to have suicidal thoughts. Tendencies and thoughts, yeah. yeah. And immediately, immediately, Reese was like, Reese was like, we're going to stop here. No, 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 he no. Like, he like grabbed her by the chin and he's like, don't you ever, ever, ever think that. And I was like, oh. I'm going to cry. I was like, this is a man. This is a man. I'm going to cry. I was like, oh, my heart. But, okay, so then at that point, at that point is when the bond between them goes taunt and then her shields collapse. Yeah. And she ends up in his head. And then she sees herself through Reese's eyes. Yeah. He's like, he's like, how did you do that? Even he can't figure it out. Even he can't figure it out. Right. And then we get a word for what they are, like people who can slip into other people's minds. How do you easily. say it? I, okay. Dematai? I was saying Demati. Demati. Oh, I like that better. Let's say that. Demati. <laughs> <laughs> so they're called Demati. They can slip into people's minds like very easily. Mm-hmm. And later that night, Reese is pretty much like, okay, it's time for dinner. Like we're going to dinner at the House of Wind. And he's like, there's only two ways to get in. We can walk up 5,000 stairs or, or you can just let me fly you in there. <laughs> she's like, oh, fuck, no. Like, She's trying to come up with all these reasons. But then, of course, she does let him fly with her. And while she's flying, she says that, like, even though, like, it's freezing outside. They're warm. Like, he's, keeping, mm-hmm, he's keeping her warm. The thing that I want to bring up is that before they go, he doesn't push her about the dinner. No. He's like, it would be good for you to go to decide if you do want to work with me and work with these group of people. Yep. But if you're not up for it, I understand. Completely understand. Again. Again. We love a man that gives us options and consent. <sighs> Say it one more time for the people in the back. <laughs> options, <laughs> choices, and consent. Damn it. Yes. So I think it's on the way there while they're flying. Feyre finds out that his mother died. He was telling her um, a story about the House of Wind and how she used to fly with him and stuff like that. So we don't know exactly how she died, but we just know that she is She dead. died, yeah. Yeah. So then they arrive at the House of Wind. They're looking out at the city, or Feyre's looking out at the city, and she's like kind of in her own head. And Reese is like, talk to me, like, what's going on? And she's kind of like, you know, she, I can't, like, she can't find words. Yeah. So Reese is like, all right, well, kind of like, let's play three truths and no lies. Essentially, yeah. That's like basically yeah. what it was, yeah. Yeah, so he tells her, like, things that he's worried about mm-hmm. in that very moment. Yep. And he kind of, like, gets her to open up a little bit. And she finally, finally opens up and she's like, I feel like Tamlin and I might not be right for each other anymore. Like, Woo! he's what I needed. The revelation. Thank you. Thank you. Revelation of the goddamn year. Bags. So she's like, 
he was what I needed before when I was a scared human and I was fragile and I needed somebody to protect me. But that's I'm not, not the me same anymore. anymore. Yeah. That's not me anymore. That's yep. not what I need anymore. So I was like, damn. This is okay. This is this is all what I wanted to talk about after. This is all what I wanted to yeah. talk about okay. after. Yeah. Okay. Basically. The heartache was the heartache was real in this one. I was like, damn, am I reading New Moon? <laughs> 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 but I actually like Jacob. <laughs> Jacob wasn't bad. He just had a little. No, bit of a you temper. shut your mouth. You shut your mouth. We don't talk about Jake. We don't talk about Jacob. No. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Lord. So we yeah, move, go ahead. We move on to chapter sixteen, and this is where Feyre officially meets the inner circle. Yes. So this is where she officially gets to sit down, have dinner with all of them: Cassie and Asriel, Moore and Amran. Yeah. And. I think, do they, they describe Cassie in here? Or they already described them, right? They describe them a little bit more because their shadows aren't like, or their features aren't as shadowed. So they do describe them here. So um, basically, Feyre says, the Illyrian people must just breed gorgeous men. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. But instead of Reese's eyes, uh, their eyes were like hazel or something like that. Yes. Yeah. And then the, the important thing about Asriel is he has these shadows. He's a shadow singer. That swirl around his ears and stuff and they speak to him and I was like... He's a shadow singer. That's what they're called. That's not scary. <laughs> but another thing though that Feyre mentions about Az is his hands are burnt. Mm-hmm. His hands they're are burnt. They're all scarred up. Yeah, they're yeah. scarred up. Yeah. So obviously... And we get the story for that later. Oh, that was such a mm. tragic fucking... Oh my God. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, look, they all have tragic stories. They all do. Yeah. At least from what I what I've read in regards to cast and as, but my God, my, my it was God. bad. It was bad. It was bad. So yeah, the wait, wait, tell me why when they were eating dinner, oh and Cass straight up took Amran's plate away from her. I was like rude, but and then she was like, I don't eat this type of food. Okay. Like, oh, so with that, Favor was like, eat? so what, what the, the fuck, fuck do you eat? <laughs> I had the exact same question. I was like, what the fuck does this bitch eat then? She was like, you know what? I'm not even sure I want to know. Cannibal. Keep that shit to yourself. (laughs) Keep it to yourself. We also find out in this chapter that Reese is half Illyrian. Yeah. So Reese, when Reese mentioned his mother who flies, Mm -hmm. his mother was Illyrian. His father, as you can conclude, was high fae. Yeah. So Reese is a half breed. Which of course he says doesn't didn't bode very well for him becoming High Lord, um, because none of the High Fae really wanted a half breed to rule over them who was half right. Illyrian. Right, and that's why they have the Court of Nightmares, which lives underneath <gasps> of the Night the Mountain. And okay, so this was a really good fact because I think this was said under. I think this was said at this dinner. So basically, yeah, it was. basically when Reese was with Amarantha when she took him, he showed her the Court of Nightmares. Mm-hmm. Not Belarus or any other mm-hmm. thing. He showed her the Court of Nightmares, which is under the mountain. That is exactly what she modeled her court under the mountain after. after. And mm-hmm. I was like, damn. Like, shit. And First of all, talk about no originality. Oh my God. Second of all. <laughs> but also like, it just says a lot because I was like, okay, so everybody is going off of the the court of nightmares. 
That's what mm-hmm. it is. Everybody's like, oh, you know, the night court is ruthless and they're they're killers and they are murderers and they don't have any, you know, rules and things. Reese is like, no, the court of nightmares is like that. And he's like, and the reason they're like that is because I let, he's like, I allow them to be like that and they don't do a, a revolt or try to knock me off of my, my high lord chair. And yeah. like, he's like, that's just the understanding and the truce that we that have. We have. Yeah. And yeah. I was just like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, Which is scary and also sad when you right. hear more story later. <gasps> My God, more, yo. Yeah. When oh. you hear more story later, it's like, damn, like, but he like- Fuck the it's Court like, of Nightmares. He, can he really do anything? Fuck the Court of Nightmares. That's all I got to say. Yeah, honestly, fuck the Court of Nightmares. So Favor's like, oh, if that's the Court of Nightmares, then what is this? And Cassian is like, the Court of Dreams. <laughs> I love him. So Cassian is like such Emmett energy. Yes. Okay. Cassian is like the big brother, the big bear, the giggly dude. Like Mm -hmm. he, he fights, he knows how to fight. And uh, Reese says he is his, not his commander, but he runs his armies. Yeah. He's the commander commander. of his armies. So he's Mm -hmm. the, so Cassian is the commander of Reese's armies. And then Asriel is his quote unquote spy master. So exactly. that is, those are their titles. Those are their ranks. As we already knew, more and Amran, Reese's Number one and third, two. yeah, third, second, things yeah. like that. But yeah, Cass is like the big cuddly little bear. It makes me want to just cuddle him. Like, like oh, and pick him up. Cradle's nice. little bat wings, or uh, his little bat wings. So yeah, after that, Pharaoh was like, okay, I see why I needed to come. I see why I need to meet everybody. And I'm in. Right. So we can work together. And apparently nobody else had any idea what was going on. They were like, wait, 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 what? We thought you just took in a refugee. We didn't know that that you- <laughs> We thought you just- She was working with right, us, but okay, exactly. sure. And then that's the exact moment where Reese is like, okay, good, because I have some things that we need to discuss. The King of Hybrin most definitely is trying to plot against us. War is coming, and he's trying to use Jurian- to launch the war. I thought we were calling this man Jermaine because I can't name, I can't fucking now. <laughs> Fine, we can call him Jermaine. He's trying to use Jermaine. Jermaine to launch the war. And I'm like, okay, but what does Jermaine have to do with any of this? Like, first off, Jermaine got no body. He just got an eye and a finger. And a finger bone. He was an eye and a finger bone, but his consciousness was in the eye and the finger bone. So I'm like, okay, well, what do you want to, what do you want to do? Like, even if you, if you, um, what we find out later, like you're able to rebuild bodies or whatever as long as their consciousness is in it if you use a certain thing but i'm like okay but even if you did why do you think bringing him back would help you so that was confusing and amaranth says the only way to find this out is to go and visit the bone carver and of course everybody's like oh fuck no i'm not going and <laughs> reese is like you don't have to because favor i'm going exactly and everybody's like, like no nobody wants to deal with this this bone carver um, person carver or whatever so that brings us into chapter 17. Damn, we, okay, and, wait, 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 because we glazed over really quickly, so. It, oh, what did we glaze over? This chapter, um, okay, so Amran was also oh, made. Yes, 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 yes. And there's a third. There's another person. There's Her name's Miriam. She was also made. Is it Miriam? I thought that bitch was in the show. Miriam? No, Miriam. M-I-R-Y-A-M. Oh, I, I dead Miriam. ass thought her name was in the show. No. So Amran, <laughs> Amran's the one who says to Reese, and she's like, oh, there's a third. Have you heard from Miriam? So Reese is like, Miriam, he's like, I haven't heard from her in centuries. So the cauldron, or not the cauldron, but whatever, three people have been made. Feyre has been recent. Amran has been the oldest. And the third is Miriam. 
Miriam. Miriam. And then also, they also talk about the Illyrian culture. And everybody at that damn table is like, they're fucking pigs. We fucking hate this culture. But at the same time, the Illyrian boys, like Cassian and Az, they're proud to be Illyrians. So it's interest. It's a very interesting dynamic. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. And ultimately, we also get the story for Reese's mom being that she was Illyrian. And for his training. Yeah. Then we go over the boys. And basically, Cass was born of, I don't know, I wouldn't say she was a whore, right? Like, she was just a working woman. I think so. It's like, he just says it was very, like, he was very, very, very low status. Oh, he's the lowest for, of the low. Yeah, the lowest of the low. Right. Because yeah. so, he was a bastard. Right. A bastard of a lord. Mm-hmm. So, ba- oh, no, not Cass. Cass wasn't a, a bastard no. of a lord. Cass no, was yeah, just a as, bastard. Asriel was a bastard, bastard of a lord. lord. Right. But Cass, Cass was, was just, just a bastard. bastard. So Cass mm-hmm. was just a bastard. His mom basically like, not that she couldn't take care of him and, and or anything like that, but he was taken from his mom. He was ta- Yeah, he was taken from his mother and then thrown yeah. into the Illyrian camps. Then as was, well, Reese was brought in next. And then as after that, as mm-hmm. is the bastard of a lord. And yeah. apparently the lord already had two mm-hmm. legitimate ch- children and then the Lord's wife and his and her kids basically didn't take too well to him having a third kid that really wasn't yeah, his. They tortured. They, they tortured us. Yeah. They tortured him for eleven years. Eleven. I think so. Yeah, eleven years. Eleven years. So they tortured this this kid for eleven years, and that is how he got the scars on his hands. Yeah. But his dad wanted him because shadow singers are far and in between, like they're very rare. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason why his dad wanted him. Ultimately, as ends up on the camp. Now, Reese's mom took him to the camp because she was like, I understand you're powerful. I get it. I understand you're a half breed and you have all the powers that your dad has and you have all of my abilities too. But I need you to be able to defend yourself if you can't use your powers. Mm-hmm. And that's why she threw him into the camp. Right. But she stayed near the camp. His mom was obviously a very loving woman. Like she went against the oh, nature yeah. of the Illyrians and she stayed near the camp. And he stayed with her. What ends up happening is he sees Cass, you know, struggling. Cass has like this, this rink-a-dink tent and things. And his mom explains, you know, him being the lowest of the low, nobody's going to help him. He has to make it out there on his own. And Reese was like, mm, I don't think so. So he goes out there. He grabs Cass. He brings him back to the house. His mom was pissed off at first, but then she's like, well, fuck it. And then she ends up doing almost the same for Az, but she knew Az's mom. So yeah. she was like, so she basically brings them all together, and that's how they become friends. So they, well, they start off as an alliance at first. Yes, they start off as an alliance, and then eventually become friends. But yeah, the funny thing is, is I think is very interesting, and this says a lot about their bond. They were practically brought up as brothers. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, that's essentially, and that's what Cass calls him at the dinner table. This is a bro. When, yeah, when uh, Feyre's like, oh, you're related? He's like, oh, no, we're no, not in that the sense. sense that every bastard is a brother right, or something right. like that. Um, yeah. But I thought that was really interesting because that backstory made for a very strong bond. Yeah. Very strong bond. But on to chapter 17. Yes, on to chapter 17. Reese is talking about he doesn't really understand why Feyre and him like have the bond they have through that tattoo because she felt something from him in that moment Yeah, when he was talking about the story. And he's like, he doesn't understand why the bond tells them things that the other person doesn't necessarily want to know. And he says that it depends on what people need at that moment. Right. That the deal is made. Right. 
And she was like, oh, oh, I just needed not to die. He's like, no, you needed not to be alone. You were lonely. And I was like, oh. you were lonely. And I came to fill in that position because who the fuck was going to fill that damn position in? Right. So I was like, maybe it was the same for Reese at that moment. Probably. Because nobody knew how much he was doing and what he gave up and how he was also himself being tortured. So I thought that was interesting. And later that night, Favorite has a nightmare and Reese literally comes in to calm her down and is holding up her hair as she's vomiting in the toilet. Tamla would never. No, because Tam is sitting there looking like a beast just waiting at the back of the day or the end of the, 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 the bed. He's not right, holding on the bed. Fucking manicuring his nails. Oh like, my you God. good? You good? You okay? Oh, you need a bucket? I hate, him. I hate him so much. And Reese also was like, he's talking to her as she's throwing up, trying to calm her down. He's like, you know, I have my own nightmares too. The next day, they get up and they go to the prison, and like Reese is armed to the like fucking nail and tooth. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to like tell her. Because the prison is, it's literally a mountain. So they have to go into another mountain. So they and can't. And she's freaking out. She can't, they can't winnow in and they can't fly in. Right. So they because have to. Because of the magic. Yeah, they have to walk yeah. up the mountain to get to the prison. And that, that's where the bone carver is at. Yeah, so she has a panic attack and she like can't go into the mountain. So mm-hmm. she, what is it? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's it. Yeah, they. And they we also up- learned that Amran used to be locked up there, which is why. She was like, I'm not going to that prison. She's like, I'm not going back. You must be out your fucking mind. Right. No. Are you are you fucking crazy? Why? Right. So you can lock me up? Exactly. Aaron <laughs> was having none of no. that shit. So yeah, Farrah tried, but she couldn't get her body to move. And she's like, I can't. I can't do it. And he's like, okay, it's fine. Takes her back to the house and she sleeps all day. Yep. In chapter 18 is when Amran gives her the amulet. Yep. She throws it on the bed and she's like, this is what helped me get out of the prison. So when you wear it and you go today, just know that they can't keep you there. Yeah. Also, if you don't give it back, I'll eat you alive, you fucking slimy bitch. And I was like, oh. I was like, all right, Amber. Oh all God. right. All right, then. I was like, I got like, it. I don't even want it. I don't want <laughs> right, it. I don't, don't give it to me. Don't give it to me. So at this point, I was also like, is she a fucking friend or foe? Is she a good guy or a villain? Like, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> so they finally, they get to the prison. They're walking up the stairs. And we get a little background. Uh, that's when we get the background on Azrael's story and on Amran. And they're saying, like, Amran was in prison, but not in that body. <laughs> She's an and ancient she was one. There. Yeah, she was there. She was in jail when Perithian was actually created. Like when Perithian, not like created, created, but per, when Perithian actually became Perithian. So she was in there for a long ass time. So what did she do? But here's the thing Nobody that knows. I thought was super, super interesting. And I think it's this chapter where um, Reese is explaining it. The mm. monsters that are that are in that prison, he's like, some of them could be from a different dimension or yes, a different reality. too. And just and got says, stuck here. Mm-hmm. Because there was a ripple in time, time. Or fabric, or in the there was a ripple in the magic, and that's why they think that Amran is not of this world. Which would explain a lot because if everybody fears her and she's considered quote unquote an ancient one, and that's not the body that she was locked up in. Like where the fuck? Where where are you from? Who are you? What's so going many questions. On? <laughs> so many questions. So. They have to get in there. They get in there. And then that's when Ashley was describing like only Reese's blood can open up the gate because, you know, his family, they have domain over it. So 
they get inside. They have to walk all the way down to the bottom of the mountain. The bottom. The bottom, which is where the bone carver was. I was like, oh, I don't know if I would want to see him after that. No. He's buried under the jail. (laughs) He's buried under the... What the... Not with the rest of the prisoners. Under them. Underneath. And then the fact that they also go into his cell. I was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. But then you notice he says his door is the door he likes the most. Or is is the door that he carved that he likes the most. I think he carved every prison door in that prison. He probably did. I wouldn't be surprised. That I think that then, was what that was insinuating. Yeah. And then also, Reese says something very important. It's like the bone carver will appear to you different than how they will appear to me. So you might see a fucking Oompa Loompa, but I'll see Big Bird. <laughs> so it's two different things. Two different, two different things. things. Yeah. So she gets in there, or they get in there, and the bone carvers give me, like, real Joker Riddler vibes. Facts. Facts. Like, he's creepy. He appears to Feyre as a child, but she's like, there is nothing childlike about this. No, not at all. At all. Like, I am not fooled. And the bone collector says that, you know, he'll give them answers, of course, for questions, which Feyre has already been prepped on. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're going back and forth. Reese basically does confirm with the bone collector or whatever that, you know, the king of Hybron, Big Daddy Kane is coming. And he's saying, well, what could he do? Could he literally resurrect somebody like with the bone and the eye? And the bone carver is like, if he had the cauldron. He could totally, but it's not could. just the cauldron. It's you the have... cauldron in its entirety with exactly. its pegs. Exactly. So he's like, if Hybron gets it, then he can most definitely resurrect somebody. Exactly. Yeah. And so they confirm that. And the bone collector also says that in order to wield the cauldron Mm -hmm. or to say the spells or whatever, you have to have this thing which is called the book of breathings. Yeah. And the cauldron will only respond to that which is made. So Feyre. So basically <laughs> it could be Feyre, it could be Amran, Amran, or it could be Miriam. Miriam. So I'm, so you remember how Reese is like, I haven't heard from Miriam in centuries. I bet you Big Daddy Kane has Miriam. Mm, no. Mm-hmm. I bet you he does. He has Miriam. Ugh. And he's like waiting for the right time to like set her loose. Right. Yeah. So there's only three people in the entire world of Perithian that can actually read from that book and nullify the cauldron so that Big Daddy King can't use it to break down the wall and take over. He also gives Feyre this really creepy-ass goodbye because Reese throws him, like, the bone that Feyre had killed the Mittengard worm with. Yep. And he's like, oh, goodbye, Feyre. I'll be here carving your death. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, but then also... What does that mean? He does let let Reese know that, like, what he's looking for is with the High Lord of Summer, so in the Summer Court, mm-hmm. and the Mortal Queens have the other one. Yeah, because they split the book in half. Yeah, so basically the book's in half. Half of it's at the Summer Court. The other half is with the Mortal Queens. But with the Mortal Queens, they have to willingly give it. You mm-hmm. can't steal it. Exactly. So that's that's the one little trickery there. But then at the very end of this chapter, Reese asks Farah, what did he appear like to you? And Farah says, a little boy. And then she asked Reese, and Reese is like, Jurin. He looked like Jurin. The last time I saw him before Amarantha c- killed him. Shit, yo. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, I didn't think too much about what Reese saw, but I was like, did Feyre see like a kid version of Reese? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. 
Yeah. So but move I, on to chapter. I thought oh, sorry, it was, no, I, I did think it was interesting because the bone carver appeared to Reese as the exact person that they wanted to know about because that's who Hybrid wants so to resurrect. So it was Reese. Yeah. It was Reese. Yeah. Wow. It was interesting. Okay. I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. Uh, that last part that he appeared to them as the, you know, that word. Fuck. So oh, move okay. on to chapter so- 19. <laughs> Yes, we move on to chapter 19. They get back to the house and they're pretty much making their plans for their next move. Yep. Reese doesn't fully trust the bone collector's like words or his no. advice. So he wants to kind of test them out. He said that they definitely have to invade Hybrin, but they need that book first. Mm-hmm. And Feyre, he says, it's pretty much like a living metal detector exactly he was like you're you're like a metal detector for any type of special things that we have in perinthian because mm-hmm. yeah. you have a piece of everybody's power inside of you so if something of mine is lost you can find it literally like and calls to like that's what yes yes and i was like, like okay. calls to like shadow and bone yes <laughs> so he's like okay well i'm gonna take you on a, a quest <laughs> he says a trip it's a quest he takes her on a quest to go or he wants to take her on a quest to go see the weaver yeah and everybody's like are you sure that's a good idea yo when cassian's giving you the side eye when cassian's giving you the side eye and he's like mm, reese no. he's like I, no i mean we can find another way. And Reese is like, this is the only way. <laughs> so he, at this time as well, Reese is pretty much like saying his things about Farrah being a metal detector. And Farrah's like, oh, so that's why you needed me to learn how to read? And he's like, that's one of the reasons. But also you should always, always know, know how, to, how read. to read. Like that's this, that's just a thing. That's just a given, baby girl. So... He gets her up next morning or the next morning, really, really early. They go to see the weaver or pause before they go to see the weaver. He gets her up early and he's like in his like fighting gear or whatever. He gets her ready in her fighting gear. And there's this little belt, this weapons belt that he attaches to her waist and around her thighs. And the whole time. So essentially Reese was kneeling in front of Feyre and his hands were gripped up on her thighs. And he was looking up at her. He was looking up at her. And I guarantee you, the kitty cat was purring. That's that's what it was. You know know that fucking TikTok where it's playing like city girls jobs in the back? Yeah! Yeah! So they finally get to the fucking Weaver's state or whatever. And Wait, she is... Pre- no, that's chapter 20. Oh, what? oh, that's oh chapter sorry, 20. that's chapter 20. My yeah. bad, my bad. Let me go back, let me go back. So he's putting that thing on her. So then, she says, she says, so I'm your huntress and your thief. And he's like, yeah. he's like, you're, you're my, my salvation. salvation. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't love a male character anymore besides Cass. But, besides Cassiel. But like, damn. Okay. Mm, mm, All right. Mm, I was like, okay. So we go so, move on to chapter twenty. We do know that the weaver is blind; she can't yes. see. So Reese winnows them into the woods, not in front of the weaver's place or whatever, and essentially yeah, just, she can detect him. Yeah, and essentially just tells Feyre like, so well, actually, he does flirt with her a little bit. He does. He does to try to because she's in her own head, and he's trying to get her to like you know, get loose or whatever, get her mind off of that, like, fear or whatever. Yeah, And so he was like, oh, yeah, Cass tried to convince me not to let you come, but I think that's just because he wants to, like, get in your pants. He wants the yams. 
And so Farrah was like getting mad, <laughs> but she was like, well, fuck it. You know what? Yeah. Tell him to come into my room. And Reese is like, oh, oh. really? <laughs> and she goes to walk away and Reese grabs her chin and he's like, did you like the sight of me kneeling before you? <laughs> but then she says, wait, because then she tries to play it off. Oh my God. She tries to play it off and she's like, isn't that what all males are good for anyway? Right. But she was like, she was like, I'm hoping he can't hear my, thar- my heart going. So, oh my God, he does. He does do that in order to like distract her. But then ultimately he, she has to go into the weaver's place by herself. Yeah. They get there. She walks in. She immediately knows. She's like, damn, this entire setup is a fucking trap. She's like, this shit is mad fucking op- like open, inviting. She's, yes. she's like, this is a trap. If I, she's like, as a human, I would have even known that this was a fucking trap. So she ends up walking in there very quietly. The Weaver is singing a very disturbing song. Bruh. Don't even want to talk about the song. I was reading and I was like, okay. That was some creepy shit. She was singing some creepy shit. It was very creepy. Very disturbing. And she was sitting there. Weaving. She was making, what was it? She was weaving. No, she wasn't weaving. She was making the thread. Oh, it was spinning day. Yeah, spinning, it was spinning day. day. And she yeah. was like, thank God I didn't come on weaving, weaving day because who knows what I would Correct. Seen. So then she. And these, these spindles or whatever, the thread is made of people or fairies well, that, or whatever. The well, thread. that's the thing. So Farrah's like, I don't even. She's like, I don't know exactly what it's made of, but it's made of somebody. Definitely yeah, somebody. Somebody, not something. No, somebody. somebody. So then her. So the weaver's back is to her. And mm-hmm. so ultimately, she's like, okay, where the fuck is this thing that I'm supposed to find? Because she doesn't know what it is. So, like, right. she's like, all right, where is this? And she's waiting and waiting. And then she's like, she feels like a tap. And it's like somebody pulling to her and saying, hi there. I'm what you're looking for. It's me. So she she follows that thread or that pull. And she gets to a shelf in the back. It's a fucking ring. It's a fucking ring. But when she looks at the ring, she's like, this shit screams Reese. Reese. Mm-hmm. It screams it. She grabs it. She hears the weaver stop singing. And she's like, oh, shit. <laughs> Bro, she's like, who's in my house? I was like, oh, yo. No. Hansel and Gretel, for real, for real. That's it exactly. was. It was Hansel and Gretel type shit. So when the Weaver stops, when the Weaver stops singing, that's when we get to chapter 21. Yes. So in chapter 21, this is when all hell breaks loose. She she barely got out of there with her life. Yo, so like- the weaver turns around and she is the just weaver has no angled in the face. Fucking eyes. She's got no eyes and no lips. She's just and holes. No holes. The bitch is a female version of Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And like the thing is, is Farah runs. She immediately burns the the the, the thread. Yeah. yeah, she burns the thread, which causes like a commotion. She can't get out because the door's closed with no no handle. The windows have no latches. She's like, the only fucking way out is through the chimney. She goes start climbing through the chimney. And she's like, oh what God. the fuck is all this grease? It's not fucking grease. It's people fat. It's people Ooh. fat. And hair. And hair. <sighs> so she starts climbing through that. She starts having another panic attack. Because she's like, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah, because she gets stuck. Yeah, she gets stuck. And she's like, oh, shit, I'm going to die here. She's like, this woman is going to eat me alive. She's going to gnaw at my skin and she's just kind of like oh my god oh my god but then a voice like her own voice tells her stop you need to think and yes, you need like, to figure stop, this out breathe think and that's important too because reese this whole time has been like stop breathe, breathe think, think. Yep. so he's like implanted that into her yeah where she can 
like escape. So she starts punching bricks and shit and throws one down right at the, the goddamn face. At the, at the goddamn snake bitch. And she's able to get up out on the roof. And she's like, the roof is not made of hay. It's, it's made, made of hair. Of hair. And but then she hears a slam, like the door slam on the mm-hmm. floor. And she's like, okay, well, I can't jump off this roof roof and run. So she starts running through branches and shit, trying to get out. Immediately she's like, fucking Tarzan in it <laughs> out of there. Finally. Finally, she gets to Reese. And luckily, we're no longer hearing. Well, we are hearing, but it's in a far off distance. The mm-hmm. weaver screaming. And Reese looks yeah. at her and he's like, what the hell did you do to this woman? Like, <laughs> excuse and then, me? Right. And then Wynn knows them to the house of Wynn. To which? Cass and everybody is waiting. No. They're looking at her wait, and they're like, It was so funny fuck? because Amran and Cass were about to get into it. They about to get into yes. a whole fight. And they stopped. And they look at them as they whittled in. And Amran's like, you smell like barbecue. And then they was like, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, oh Amran. Did Amran say she smells like barbecue? Yes. I was like, oh, bitch, you definitely eat people. Amran was people? like, you smell like barbecue. And then when Feyre throws up, Amran cleans it up. But at that exact point in time, Feyre looks at Cass and she's like, teach me how to fight. I am not running no more. Teach uh-huh. me how to fight. Right. She's like, I don't want to depend on anybody. And Reese was like, she's looking at Reese like, you. <laughs> Reese was like, but you did what I needed you to do. I wanted you to yep. master your fear. Yep. So it was, it was like a, a rough lesson, but, but it worked. And lesson then, learned. Ultimately, lesson learned. When she says that, Amran basically tells her, she's like, yeah, but running kept you alive today. So yeah. like, she's trying so to tell her, to know. yeah, she's trying to tell her like, you need to learn when to um, pick your battles. So exactly. it's good to know how to fight, but you also need to know how to run. You also exactly. need to know when to run. And mm-hmm. like that's basically what Amaran's trying to tell her. And then of course, when she takes out the ring, she looks at Risa, she's like, here. And he's like, it's my mother's ring. Right. And he was <laughs> like, he says that his mother actually gave the ring to the weaver for safekeeping. And she was like, safekeeping from what? And he was like, oh, she just didn't want me to waste it. And I'm like, so you wanted the ring to give to Pharaoh? I don't know. I don't know. But we do get into a really good story that made me fucking oh. hate Nate even more. Yes, yes. So later that night, when he takes her back, or he would notice her, I think it's like immediately after that. Yeah, though. yeah, it's right after. Because she like, knows her back. She wants to, to take house. a bath. She's like, I'm done. Yes. I'm tired. I got people stuffed all over me. Ooh. Ooh. She's like, even though Amran like magically cleaned it off, I can still, still feel, feel it, it on me. So I need to bathe. So yeah, he takes her back. And Reese is like, okay, try to get into my mental shields and stuff like that. She's like, I don't really tired. don't want another fucking lesson right now. I can't do it. So he kind of like eases her into his yeah. mind and then shuts the trap down. Yep. So she has to look at like what she's looking and at. And then, and then, and then, and then we get we this get whole fucking memory. We get this story whole memory, memory of a Nate. Of a Nate. That sneaky bitch. Okay. Picture it. It's a fucking bedroom. Black sheets, looking nice as fuck. He's up against the door, and Anaith is butt-ass naked on the damn bed trying to seduce this man, okay? Right. She's trying to seduce this man. And he's just saying, he's like, I don't want none of that kitty cat. Everybody's had that kitty cat. I'm good. <laughs> right, right. He's like, Lucian, he's like, I do delicacies, and that is not on the menu. So, that is not on the menu, baby girl. <laughs> so then she's still going at it. 
like as if he didn't say anything. Like she's like, oh, but we could be powerful together and we could do this. And can you imagine if we had a child, that child would be a, a powerful child. And he's yes. like, he's like, okay, so you want my crown and you want me to be a stud? Like what, what the fuck is this? What is this? Right. And then she tries to grab him by the crotch Yo. and he like cripples her with his magic. And, like, breaks her hand. I was like, that's right, Reese. Yes. And then he throws her ass out, butt naked and all, in the hallway. Right. With her <laughs> clothes. With her clothes. your ass And the last thing she tells him is, you're going to regret this. That's what yes. she says. And that yeah. is essentially the end of that little memory. To which, <laughs> Feyre is like, and then 50 years later, Amarantha did the exact same thing and he had to comply. Bro, he had to comply. Yeah, it was like he couldn't fight Ambien. Like she was taking over everything. (laughs) And that's that bitch's name today. Oh my God. So so yeah, that's where the chapter ends. Like he leaves Feyre to her devices or she, yeah, he leaves Feyre to her devices and she's pretty much (gasps) like, I cannot fucking believe. No, but then also a little side note, she starts to think, oh shit, did this happen to Lucian? Yes, and even further, oh shit, did this happen to Tamlin? And did Tamlin allow this to happen? I just care about Lucian. So the fact that, <laughs> that Lucian was brought up, I was like, and my a baby. And I can't. I can't. I but really can't. ultimately, so, that's where the, ch- I mean, that's essentially where the chapter ends. And, and that's where we end it. That's where we end it, yeah. Yeah, we had to read chapter 21, obviously, because of the way that chapter 20 ended. Yes. So please don't be too angry with us. So yeah, I only have one prediction right now because- these chapters were so much information to take in. It was a lot of information. So my one prediction is I think Feyre is going to have to use her power to fight against Tamlin and Lucian. No, my baby. I know, but Lucian's on the wrong side. Like, what do you want? So that's my one prediction because my mind is just kind of fucked right now. It was a lot of info. It was a lot of info. But so what I wanted to say was what I sat and really thought about was and what we kind of brought up was the fact being that Feyre as a human was perfect for Tamlin. Yeah. She was vulnerable. She was, she couldn't protect herself. She needed a hero. She needed that guy to be that hero. But now that yeah. she's high Fey, she's an equal. And Tamlin doesn't want an equal. He wants somebody to protect. And that's why it's not working. That is why Tomatoes. it's not working. Tomatoes. Um, goddamn thing away. That that's exactly why it's not working. And I realized they never communicated properly anyway in a court of, they of Thorn and Roses. They never communicated. It they was didn't. it was a very much a whirlwind romance. It was very much like oh my god, I think I like him. Oh my god, I I love her. Blah blah, blah whatever. With the the curse looming in the background. That's exactly what it was. And so yeah. really, it shouldn't have been a surprise with the with these couple chapters that they didn't know how to communicate. That the happy ending really wasn't a happy ending. And that what he really wanted was somebody to protect. And she's no longer that person. And he was trying to make her that person. That person. Like, make her dependent on him. On him. I was like, oh, fuck Codependency no. at his greatest. He wanted her to be codependent. That's exactly what it was. That's some abusive shit. That is. I'm not fucking with it. So. Yeah. So, Tamlin can suck several dicks. I, and I do. And that's where we are with that. I do believe that he is working for King Hybrid. I think oh, absolutely. I think him and Anae are both working. They both are. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, Lucian is caught up in the middle because that is his friend. 
And that is his high lord. He yep. d- he was literally like, I cannot disobey him. Yep. So I don't know what's going to happen to Lucian, but I know Feyre is going to have to fight against the both of them and we'll kind of see what happens from there. But yeah, that's that's basically, basically chapter 11 through 21. Ooh, that was a lot. Next chapters. It was. <laughs> it was a lot. Next chapters um, are? The next chapters are 22 through 32. Okay. But, you know, Ashley likes to read ahead. So I'm just going to go ahead and say next chapters are 22 through 35. Oh, challenge accepted. We got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 22 through 35. And we'll make it, we'll try to make it a, an hour episode. I don't know how I know, we're going to try to get it there. Like, we'll see. We'll try to get it down. No promises, though. But as always, thank you for listening and reading with us. Don't forget to follow us on social media at YA at Heart Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. Fuck Twitter at the moment. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Twitter, if you hear this, we would like our handle back and give it to us. Yeah, I I have some feelings about that. (laughs) But with that, we love you guys. And stay YA at Heart. Bye. Bye.